and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. You can find The Aside on SoundCloud, Stitcher, the Apple Podcasting app, Android Podcasting apps, and now Spotify. I'm Nick Waxman, and today we will be talking through the 2019 VCE Theatre Studies Prescribed Monologues. This will be a brief introduction to the characters and the plot of the shows, as well as some info about the style. Please note that this summary is only to serve as a guide and is not an authorised document by the VCAA. Without any further ado, let's get to it. If you would like a copy of the 2019 monologue exam, Monologues at a Glance document that I'm about to read, please do not hesitate to contact us at asidepodcast at outlook.com. 2019 Monologue Exam. Monologues at a Glance. Play and Character Summary. Prescribed Monologue Number 1. Character, Mrs. Lovett. Show, Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber of Fleet Street, by Stephen Sondheim and Hugh Wheeler. Theatrical Style. Dark, Gothic, Musical. Context. Written in 1979 and set in 19th century London. Mrs. Lovett is the female anti-hero of the musical. She is an outrageous entrepreneurial spinster that owns and operates a failing pie shop on Fleet Street in London. A mysterious stranger calling himself Sweeney Todd has entered her pie shop, much to her delight as she does not get many visitors, and she describes her pies as the worst pies in London. Sweeney Todd asks if he can rent the room above her shop, and in this monologue she sings about the tragedy that befell the previous occupants. Little does she know that Sweeney Todd is really Benjamin Barker, the very man she is talking about. Prescribed monologue 2, character, Nina Zarechnia. The show, The Seagull by Anton Chekhov. Theatrical style, realism. Context, written and set in Russia in 1895-1896. Naive, smart, idealistic, and willing to take risks, Nina is a hopeless romantic who longs for a stage career. Her pursuit of Trigorin's heart reveals her overestimated innocence by those around her, and her ambitious side. Nina is 19 years old, but her mother died when she was young and left her fortune to her husband, Nina's father, without leaving any inheritance for Nina. Her father remarried and put all the money in her stepmother's name, contributing to Nina's insecure future. The play characters talk about how cruel Nina's father is to her and how Nina can only be in the company of the Sorens family when her father and stepmother do not know she is in their company. Nina is in love with Treplev, or perhaps in love with the idea that Treplev can bring her closer to his mother, an actress, which is what Nina wants to become. This monologue is in two sections. Prescribed monologue three. Character, Elizabeth Appleyard. Show, Picnic at Hanging Rock by Tom Wright, adapted from the book by Joan Lindsay. Theatrical style, magical gothic realism. Context, set in 1900 from the book written in 1967 and first performed in 2016. Elizabeth Appleyard is the stern headmistress of Victoria's Girls Private School, Appleyard College. The headmistress who rules with an iron fist and never a hair out of place. A formidable foe, Miss Appleyard extols order, precision, perfection. On a summer's day in 1900, three Australian schoolgirls on a picnic expedition to the remote Hanging Rock abscond from their group. They are last seen heading towards the Beckoning Rock. In Tom Wright's chilling adaptation of Joan Lindsay's classic novel, the characters struggle to solve the mystery of the missing girls and their teacher. Euphoria and terror reverberate through the community as the potential for history to repeat itself becomes nightmarishly real. This monologue is in two sections. Prescribed Structure 4, 
character Alice, show Carrying Shoes into the Unknown by R. Johns. Theatrical style, this is a fictionalised account of historical events. Eclectic styles are used. Context, set in Iran in 1977 to 1979, written in 2006. Alice is a 21-year-old trainee nurse from Sydney with a romantic view of the world. She is courageous and finds adventure is more than a tourist brochure. Carrying Shoes into the Unknown is a fictionalised account based on a true story of a Western family living in Iran during the last days of the Shah and the rise of the Alatoya Khomeini. The family are as deceived about the politics of the West in Iran as they are about their relationship to each other. This monologue is taken from two places in the play, but Alice describes her experiences firsthand as if she's experiencing them in the moment. This monologue is in two sections. Prescribed monologue five. Character, Todd. Show, Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street by Stephen Sondheim and Hugh Wheeler. Theatrical style, dark, gothic, musical. Context, written in 1979 and set in the 19th century London. Mysterious, dark and brooding stranger Sweeney Todd, really Benjamin Barker, recently returned from prison, arrives in London with his new acquaintance, a sailor named Anthony. Todd makes his way to Fleet Street and straight to Mrs Lovett's pie shop. Here he discovers the tragedy of what has happened to the family who lived there before Mrs Lovett arrived. During these two scenes, songs, Todd reveals his feelings about the vile, filthy city and decides to reacquaint himself with his previous skills as a barber as he unearths his notable, impressive razors from the floor of the shop. This monologue is in two sections. Prescribed monologue six. Character. Triggerin. The show. The Seagull by Anton Chekhov. Theatrical style. Realism. Context. Written and set in Russia in 1895-1896. Boris is an esteemed Russian writer of fiction, stories and novels. Triggerin is a member of the elite Russian intelligentsia and artistic community. He begins as a dutiful lover to Arkadina, but becomes tempted by the young, beautiful optimism and flattery of Nina. Triggerin's favourite hobby is fishing. He is an obsessive, compulsive writer and somewhat aloof to the family and friends on the estate, preferring to observe the surroundings for details for his stories, or fishing in the lake and gossiping, bragging, philosophising, or playing parlour games. Triggerin feels that he lost out on his youth and on youthful romantic experiences because he was so busy trying to seek out a writing career for himself in those days. Triggerin is not directly competitive with the jealous Treplev, but he does not encourage him either. Triggerin often seems like a reluctant but acquiescing member of the clan. Prescribed Monologue 7. Character, Lauren and Barnacle. Lauren is a voiceover. Show, The Encounter, by Complicité, Simon McBurney, inspired by the novel Amazon Beaming, by Petru Popescu. Theatrical style, eclectic, immersive. Context, first performed in 2016 at Edinburgh Fringe, it jumps time and place throughout. In 1969, Lauren McIntyre, a National Geographic photographer, found himself lost among the people of the remote Javari Valley in Brazil. It was an encounter that was to change his life, bringing the limits of human consciousness into startling focus. Lauren McIntyre was born in Seattle in 1917 and studied Latin American culture at the University of California, Berkeley. During World War II, he served with the US Navy in the Pacific, and at the end of the war, went on to study ethnology at the National University of San Marcos in Lima. The play threads scenes of Simon McBurney's own life with details of McIntyre's hallucinogenic journey, plunging the audience into a visceral inner voyage. As the mesmerizing tale reaches its climax, this extraordinary tour de force asks urgent questions about how we live and what we believe to be true. 
Simon McBurney traces McIntyre's journey into the depths of the Amazon rainforest, incorporating innovative technology into his solo performance to build a shifting world of sound. Prescribed monologue 8, character, King George III. Show The Madness of King George III by Alan Bennett. Theatrical style, fictional biographical historical. Context, written in 1991 and set in 1786. It's 1786 and King George III is the most powerful man in the world, but his behaviour is becoming increasingly erratic as he succumbs to fits of lunacy. With the king's mind unravelling at a dramatic pace, ambitious politicians and the scheming Prince of Wales threaten to undermine the power of the crown and expose the fine line between a king and a man. This monologue is in two sections. Prescribed monologue 9. Character. Hoods. Show. Hoods by Angela Betzing. Theatrical style. Eclectic, poetic, modern Australian. Context. Written and first performed in 2006, the playwright asks for references to be updated to remain contemporary. A contemporary tale of Hansel and Gretel. Each night, two hoods ride a train to a wrecking yard on the outskirts of the city. Here, in this cemetery of stories, they are storytellers with the power to fast-forward, pause and rewind, like a video game. Tonight, they tell the story of three kids left in a car. Exploring issues of poverty and family violence, Hoods is a suburban tale of survival and solidarity against the odds. This monologue is spoken by two actors, but here, just one. Prescribed monologue 10. Character, chorus, show, Hecuba by Euripides. Theatrical style, ancient Greek, but very open to recontextualization. Context, written in 424 BCE. This story takes place just after the Trojan War, as the Greeks are heading home, and depicts the grief of Hecuba, queen of the fallen city of Troy, over the sacrifice of her daughter, Polyxena, and the revenge she takes over the added loss of her son, Polydorus. It is one of the bleakest of all of Euripides' dramas. Hecuba is one of the few tragedies that evokes a sense of utter desolation and destruction in the audience, and there is almost no let-up in the mood of suffering and anguish, and no sign of any silver lining. Few ancient tragedies culminate in such unmitigated hopelessness for all the principal characters concerned, and even fewer imply that their terrible fates were quite so richly deserved. However, the play is also remarkable for the grace and purity of its style, and it abounds in striking scenes and beautiful poetic passages, a particularly good example being the description of the capture of Troy. If you would like a copy of the 2019 Monologue Exam Monologues at a Glance document that I just read, please do not hesitate to contact us at asidepodcast at outlook.com. Well, those are the prescribed structures for 2019. I'm just going to say a few things about the structure of the Monologue Exam. Once again, I am not speaking on behalf of the VCAA, but here are just a few things that jump out at me. Two chairs will be provided in the examination room. Any other items, if required by the student, must be carried into the room, set up and removed from the room by the student alone and within the allotted time. Students are not to place objects on the assessor's table or use the table in any way as part of their monologue examination. The assessors are the audience for the interpretation. In this context, the assessors are fulfilling the role of those for whom the interpretation is intended. Students must not walk behind and or touch and or approach the assessors during their monologue examination. Students will select and interpret a prescribed monologue in the production role of either actor and director or designer. For, for the production role of designer, any two of the following design areas must be applied. Costume, makeup, props, set, lighting, sound. 
there will be no more than 12 minutes for the entire examination. A timing device will be used during the examination. The examination will be in two stages, and these stages combined must not exceed eight minutes. Students will have a maximum of two minutes to set up the materials for their monologue examination, and this will be timed. If a student is still setting up at the two minute mark, they will be instructed to commence stage one, interpretation. It is recommended that stage one of the examination not exceed six minutes. Stage two, interpretation statement will follow stage one without a break. If a student is still undertaking their monologue examination at the eight minute mark, they will be instructed to stop. The two stages of the examination will be assessed against common criteria and a total mark will be awarded for both stage one and stage two combined. Actor and director. Students interpreting the monologue as an actor and director are required to deliver all spoken lines allocated to the specified character. Students are not to deliver lines that are omitted as indicated by a strike through on the prescribed version of the monologue. This may include those of other characters and in some instances, lines from the specified character. Students interpreting the monologue as an actor and director will not be prompted during the delivery of the monologue in stage one, interpretation. Students interpreting the monologue as an actor and director may choose to apply design areas such as costume, makeup, props, set, lighting, and or sound to their interpretation. Option two, designer. For the production role of designer, students interpreting the monologue as a designer who have selected costume as one of their design areas may choose to wear the costume. Alternatively, they may choose to wear theater blacks and present the costume on a mannequin or by using another type of stand. Designers should not wear costumes or makeup if these are not their chosen design areas. Students interpreting the monologue as a designer are permitted to bring in models, as in scale models, not human models, into the examination room. However, they should not bring any item that is so small that the assessors are unable to see relevant details. Well, that's all from us at The Aside. You can find The Aside on SoundCloud, Stitcher, the Apple Podcasting app, Android podcasting apps, and now Spotify. If you would like to ask us a question or you have a suggestion for a future episode, please do not hesitate to contact us at asidepodcast at outlook.com. Thank you, Drama Victoria, for supporting this podcast. Thank you, Aaron Searle, for providing the music. Thank you, Eltham College, for letting us record here. And of course, thank you for listening. <laughs>